Section 63 of the Catholics Ready Answer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Catholics Ready Answer by Reverend M. P. Hill. Section 63. Morality and Adenoids. A Modern Error. Moral habit and action are traceable to the pathological condition of the body and the emotional state of the mind. Free will and divine grace have nothing to do with morality. Here is a schoolboy who but yesterday was dull and peevish, and showed vicious propensities. He sent to a physician, who discovers that it is all a matter of adenoids. These once removed, he is a model of all that a schoolboy ought to be. Evidently he had needed the divine less than the physician. The real truth of the matter Few of our readers need to be told what adenoids are. They have had them removed, with the result doubtless that a bit of sunshine has been let into their lives, and well-doing has become easier. God bless the physician. May his tribe increase, at least within certain limits. But whilst opening up a world of pleasure to his fellow mortals, it were a pity that his own knowledge of the moral and religious world should be cabined, cribbed, and confined within the limits of his professional experience or that in matters ethical or religious, his mind should go no deeper than his scalpel. The adenoids are gone, and the boy is morally transformed. Well, we would not conclude so hastily that the boy is morally transformed. Outward good conduct is no infallible index of true interior virtue, but we can let that pass. The boy's outward conduct is changed, and we shall give him the credit of being morally transformed. But does it follow that the boy's morality is all a matter of adenoids? Logic like this has been heard even in the utterances of believing Christians. Strange but true. The real fact is that only an impediment to virtue has been removed, but neither has the cause of immoral action been removed, nor has the cause of right moral action been induced. The real cause efficient of acts belonging to the moral order lies in the will and in the case of moral action that avails to eternal salvation it lies in the will as aided by divine grace not all the surgery in the world beneficial or injurious can prove anything to the contrary simply one of the many impediments to virtue has been removed by the physician's skill a duty which the boy shirked yesterday is performed today why because it is less irksome today the uncomfortable or painful feeling of yesterday, which sought alleviation or distraction, is today absent, and with it the sin it occasioned. The physician, like the philanthropist, does a good work in creating physical conditions favorable to virtue. May God reward them both, but neither the one nor the other teaches the real cause of virtuous or sinful acts. We are not quarreling with results, but contending about the truth of things. The physician, we have said, has removed an impediment to virtuous conduct, and yet it was not an absolute impediment. The boy could have resisted it and followed the leading of conscience, but he did not choose to do it, because at the moment it was more pleasant not to do it. And the proof that he could have done the right thing is seen in his sense of guilt. A sense of guilt is universal in the case of wrongdoing. Unfortunately, most men, though in varying degrees, permit the impediment to become an effectual one, as if they had no will wherewith to oppose it. 
the prevalence of such weak surrender to circumstances lends no little countenance to the theory that moral action is not a matter of willpower assisted or unassisted by grace but of a natural sense of pleasure or of pain fortunately there are many who rise superior to circumstances where it is a question of doing god's will providence has even brought it about that many servants of god aided of course from on high have exhibited an all but omnipotent force of will both in resisting and in enduring the particular illustration we have been pursuing that of adenoids furnishes but a sample of the natural forces or influences which are hindrances to virtuous action so far as the will permits them to be such but which materialists and determinists quite arbitrarily set down as irresistible predetermining causes of moral evil but the truth is that natural temperament inherited dispositions vicious environment extreme poverty these and other such conditions may incline the will to evil but they can never deprive it of its native independence in the case of weak wills it is of course an act of mercy to remove the hindrance and supply the needed help and to do so is the part of the divine the philanthropist and the physician but the greater number as well as the worst of life's moral maladies are beyond the reach even of the indirect aid supplied by the philanthropist or the physician they need the healing power of grace as administered by the divine End of section sixty three